Yo, today's QOD is teaching a growth mindset leads kids to take on challenges, stick to them, and improve. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. Carol Dweck on the show today. She is the author of an amazing book that I highly recommend called Mindset. And in that book, you learn the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is just like the the title of this episode. It's, It's someone who takes on challenges, who sticks to them, who is willing to improve, you know, who's willing to say, okay, I'm not good at something. I am going to get better at it by studying it and, and practicing it. Whereas a growth mindset is someone who believes that the way things are or the way that they are is the way that things or themselves are always going to be, that they can't change. And sometimes as parents, and I'm not a parent, but you'll read more about this in the book, parents can use words with children that actually fosters a fixed mindset. And you'll learn more about that in today's episode. Before we get to Dr. Dweck, you know, it was, um, we're in March now. So last March I was in book club and I look up at the TV and I'm like, what's going on? The, the game, the NBA basketball game, the jazz versus the Pelicans, if I have that correctly, was being shut down because of the pandemic. And that's when the pandemic became very real to me and a lot of people were like, whoa, this is some serious stuff right here. And, you know, that was almost a year ago. And the question is like, when is this going to be over? I know at some point it is going to be over, but the question is like, when is it going to be over? You know, you watch the news and you hear it's going to be late summer and then you hear it's going to be the holidays. And then I'm hearing that it's going to be sometime in 2022. Like, I want to go see my mom and my family. I want to go out for football Sundays. You have no idea how much I miss football Sundays and going out and having drinks with my guys and just talking and watching TV and stuff. And I want to be able to like go out and just leave my mask at home. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure I'm not the only one who is, you know, either low key or like high key frustrated about all of this. And if we could just scream anything, it would be like, yo, just make this thing end. I just want to move on with my life. And, you know, as you know, I'm a big fan of therapy. I've been going to therapy for for 10 years and it's really helped me a lot. And that's why I'm also a big fan of our friends over at Talkspace, because therapy you know, especially during times like this is just the bee's knees. Like when you talk about or you talk through what it is that you're going through, it can make all the difference in your life. So let me tell you about Talkspace. Talkspace lets you send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform 24-7. 
With Talkspace, you set goals with your therapist and they hold you accountable and make sure you're really progressing. A couple cool things I love about Talkspace. Number one, it's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Again, like you don't have to drive anywhere. You can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. Number two, Talkspace has literally thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, and so much more. And here's the cool part. As a loyal QOD listener, Talkspace is hooking you up with $100 off your first month. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the Talkspace app. Make sure you use the code QUOTE, that is Q-U-O-T-E, to get $100 off your first month and to show support for the show. That's code Q-U-O-T-E, QUOTE, at Talkspace.com. Here's Dr. Dweck. So I actually, I have two children, two daughters, uh, college age and high school age. I, I read your book uh, after my uh, older daughter was, was uh, approaching high school, but my younger daughter benefited from it to the point where I banned the two S words in our house, smart and stupid. I never used the latter, but I was very guilty of using the former. And raise your hands if you've used, if you've told a friend or a child or a loved one how smart they are. <laughs> what, what, you know, what's that? Words are really powerful is one thing I took away from your book. T talk about trigger words like that, smart, stupid, and how those can work against your best intentions. Yes. When you call someone smart, you put them in a box, or really you're kind of putting them on a pedestal, and their life becomes organized around deserving the pedestal, staying on the pedestal. And you can only do that by narrowing your life to include only things you're sure you're good at, only things you're sure you can succeed at. Um, when we tell someone, you did that so quickly, I, I'm so impressed, they hear, if I didn't do it quickly, you wouldn't be impressed. And a lot of things take a long time. Um, or you got, an, you got an A without working. Then you, they think, oh, if I work, you're not going to think I'm smart at math, say. And so that you're just very subtly conveying these ideas that um, smart people don't make mistakes, smart people don't have to work hard. The most important thing in the world is to be smart and look smart at all times. And then people start narrowing their world so they can succeed within that fixed mindset. So one thing uh, at Google that we're obsessed with is, is, is proving things through data. And mm -hmm. I think one of the compelling arguments your book made was around the research you did with children in a school environment. So talk about some of that early research and how it's evolved to reinforce that, that there's weight behind this concept. Yes, uh, we've done research now with um, tens of thousands of students. First, finding that those who naturally have a growth mindset do better. We've traced them over challenging, especially in challenging courses like pre-med organic chemistry or challenging transitions. Um, 
seventh grade high school college transitions. We've studied all of those. Recently, we studied all of the 10th grade students in the country of Chile. And we, 170,000. <laughs> and we found that at every level of family income, those who believed they could develop their intelligence performed substantially higher on achievement tests than those who thought they couldn't. And the most striking thing was that among the poorest kids, those who had a growth mindset were performing at the level of much wealthier kids. Um, but importantly, because those are correlations, we've done a number of studies where we have taught students a growth mindset. The idea that every time they do a really hard task and stick to it, the neurons in their brain form new connections and they can get smarter. And when we show them how to put that into practice, um, we have found that students who learn this fare better across challenging courses and transitions. Uh, we just uh, showed that in a, a study of women in, in STEM classes at, um, at universities around the country. Uh, but we've showed that, shown that at the transition to college, transition to high school, and so, and so forth. So teaching a growth mindset <coughs> leads kids to take on the challenges, stick to them, and improve. All right, that was Dr. Carol Dweck. You can pick up her book, Mindset, at Amazon or your local booksellers. And you can also check out today's talk on YouTube. It is called The Growth Mindset. Carol Dweck talks at Google. Hey, don't forget to visit our sponsors, Talkspace.com. Go to Talkspace.com or download the app and use the code, quote, Q-U-O-T-E to get $100 off your first month. All right, my friends, follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxton. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.